great little can open for the beginning of the pod. Uh, it's the beginning of February. We are a week away from the Super Bowl. So I'm joined by Chad Crute and Aaron Martin, both big NFL fans who are going to shed a bit of light on the Super Bowl and NFL on, on a whole for the Tap Talk listeners. So, gents, thanks for joining me. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks for having us. Uh, firstly, how are we? Oh, feeling great, Sam. Feeling great. Super Bowl's here. Super Bowl's here. You say you're feeling great. I've just asked you what you've been up to today, working off a hangover. I am violently hungover, so yes. That well, that leads straight in for the monthly episode, really, you know, sports back in full flow. We've had, you know, we've passed Christmas. Um, Premier League darts, we're, we're big darts fans, so that's, that was about Thursday. Chris Dobie winning there, that was Huge quite result. massive, really, but I think not wanting to touch on it too much, but for the for the listeners who are darts fans, it shows how much confidence you take from winning a major. Mm. Joe Cullen did it last year, Dobie sent this year. You your hangover is Albion related. Chad was there as well. I didn't drink at the football game yesterday. We all went to watch the Albion. Few beers? No beers. No beers. No beers, Chad. I had a pint of Neckle. Six pound twenty. Six pound twenty. For right. that I think so you say though, it's five fifty for a Heineken and five forty for a Foster's. So would you pay ATP more than to not have to queue and to get a Beaver Town? Yeah, it it does make a good point. It's it's probably the most expensive pint I've had this year. Really, six pound twenty. Have you not been to London this year? No, <laughs> it's a very low bar. So yeah, um, so I'll have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, so Aaron, you had a quite the day on the beers yesterday. I had a few beers. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you go and watch the Jukebox Junkies? We did go see Jamie J. So Jack Tech, he is going to be a future podcast oh. guest. Getting him on talking dream. the world of the jukebox junkies, but yeah. Also, I've played football this morning. We won twenty-one nil. Uh, apologies, twenty-four or three commission fans listening. Um, he only got three. Yeah, I well, no, three. he got four. He got four. Oh, okay. There was a bit of um, grey area whether he got four, but yeah, twenty-one nil. That's my wife genuinely said. I think you're a bit harsh. She was like, "You should have eased up," and I was like, "We need the goal difference." <laughs> Um, so I'm sure the league and are... Forest would never have eased up no, no they wouldn't have you know we've played they're a side that and again you know leaving people wanting more for the podcast there will be a Sunday league episode in, in future but they're a side that we've played against a lot of times we've had horrendous results against them so it was quite I felt sorry for them but it was quite nice to get a win yeah. that big under your belt as well is it your biggest win? yeah biggest hillside win ever no. I don't know don't know what comes near it, really. And it's um, a long drive back to Horsham. Yeah. Thinking about that. <laughs> 21-0 long drive. Oh, God, horrendous. But let's stop the chit-chat. More importantly, Super Bowl. When this goes out, it's a few days away. For us, it's a week away. Are we excited? Very. Very excited for it. Um, it's, you know, it is the greatest show on earth. You can, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> you could sure. say that. Um for a, from an American football point of view, like let's just pretend that, well, like myself, I, I know a little bit, but not much. For the listeners um, that might think, oh, I'll give that a go, give me a bit of ammo for the office this week, you know, to my American sport, American football loving colleagues. It's the pinnacle of the sport. The Super Bowl, it is the final. I've, I've off record, I spoke to you both and sort of said, you know, what is it? From a point of view, you can win your leagues and whatever, but this is the one that, every, that once you get to the Super Bowl final, what you've won previously in the season means nothing. No. Nope. 
it is just one game. What is it? Is it 20, 10 minute quarters? 15. 15 minutes. So it's an hour, although it takes about four hours. It does. It's the yep. slowest hour in the world. Slowest yeah. hour in the world. But it's an hour that defines your season, if you're there. Yeah, I think this is what all franchises base their system on, is yeah. how do we get to the Super Bowl. Okay. And so from that point of view then, how do you get to... Is it a case of... Because you'll have to shed some light on it for me and for the listeners, but it is... You have your conferences, sort of an east and west. So you've got 32 teams divided in half. Yeah. So you've got two sets of 16. And then that 16 is four subsets of four. Yeah. The four teams that win their division go to the postseason. And then the three teams with the best records after those four teams also go to the postseason. The best team gets a buy in the first week of the postseason. And then it kind of goes down in regards to home field advantage. And then... Whoever wins that little bracket of postseason goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, on either side. On either side. On either side. So like fourteen teams total in the in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, from that point of view, getting to the playoffs, you said like teams, you know, they use their they put their system in place to get to the Super Bowl. Um, so is it a case of do you go stronger in games that are must win, or is it a case of? Try and win every game. Try and win, Try and win every, every game. Try and win every game. Because that first, so Larry said, fourteen teams go in, and that that first seed, and ensuring that you get home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs is huge. Um, and the first seed gets a bye first week, so they actually play a game less than everyone yeah, else. Yeah, so they're li- and you know, listeners, unless they've lived under a rock for their whole life, will know a brief bit about American football. Having a week off from that amount of pressure going through your body, mm-hmm. although they wear pads and things, it is everyone's banged up. It's it's massive. So yeah. to have a week less pressure through the through the bones well, to and put muscles, it in perspective, yeah. I don't think it's happened very often. But the Eagles and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Both finished number one seed. Okay, wow. Well, so they they are as fresh as each other. It it might well as fresh as. In a way, there might be injuries, things like that. Yeah. But from a, from one point of view, they, played a game less than they have played yeah. gameless than everyone else. Would have played if they'd have got to the Super Bowl. Um, with the Super Bowl, obviously, we say it's an hour worth of game game time, but it is four hours realistically, and that's because it's more than just a game. It's the halftime show. It's the adverts. So many brands over the years have you know created flagship adverts because they know it's going to be shown during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, Rihanna's on the halftime show this year. Very excited for Rihanna. Because <laughs> last year was Snoop Dogg. It yeah, was, was a whole bunch of Yeah, yeah like loads Snoop of people. Dogg. Dr. Dre, Eminem. Yeah, of course I've got notes. <laughs> <laughs> Mary J. Blige. I came prepared. I came really prepared. Yeah, you've got it on the head though. Eminem was there as well. Eminem, yeah. Um, and Yeah, like going from that point of view of the adverts and the halftime show I've, I've done my research watched by an average of 200 million people a lot of people worldwide so you know from a company point of view it's and I, I, again one thing I haven't researched is the price per sort of advert but I know that when I've looked before the price per advert for, I think it's the most expensive part of getting on television yeah it's Super Bowl yeah like it's millions of dollars for like Seconds, yeah, ridiculous. But then you're reaching 200 million people, so yeah, it's like a, an NOI of dollars spent versus reach, so it's probably worth it, yeah. Um, so then it's in Arizona this year, 
State Farm Stadium. I'm going to take a random guess because when I googled the stadium, uh, that it is the Cardinal Stadium. That is because it is on Cardinal Way. <laughs> um, so. If you're listening to this, you're thinking Aaron, Tad and Sam are talking about the Super Bowl. Funnily enough, we aren't going to be there. Yeah. So what are plans instead? Like for me personally, I'll probably do what I do every year. Have high hopes of watching it. Get my bedding on the sofa and just fall asleep through it at some point. I mean, for you guys... You gotta have more plans than that. You're, this is a this is the pinnacle of your sporting year. Yeah. So what you just described was how I was about ten years ago yeah. in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, this year and the past few years, uh, I'm going over to my mate's house. He's yep. got a, is that Jack? Yeah, he's Jack. a big NFL fan. Big he NFL. actually went to the Super Bowl he a couple of years ago. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he did. And I don't think he's ever described how much he spent. No, he, yeah. no one knows. The, nobody the knows the amount. damage. But he, I think he had to go hospitality to go, didn't he? Um, but yeah, so you got you're going to Jack. So yep. he's got a bar and he's gone the Lone Wolf, Golden, Golden Wolf. Wolf, Golden Wolf, Golden Wolf. What a place! Because he is a Wolves fan. So what will be happening at the the Golden Wolf? So we're going to have I think eight to ten people. Yeah, going to be there. It's going to be the presentation of our fantasy trophies. Okay, we'll get on to fantasy in a bit. Yeah, yep. but yeah, um, going to show up. Pretty sure we're going to play Madden beforehand. Nice. Are you good at Madden? I'm awful at Madden. Really? Chad, you're quite good, aren't you? I'd say I'm average at best. Yeah. I'd say for a person that lives in England, I'm okay at Madden. But, but when I watch people online play Madden, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what sort of time are you getting there? Considering it's a, what time start is it? 11.30. It's 11.30 kickoff. So so get there about 7. 7, nice. Will you be on the beers? <sighs> i say every year. I want to say no, but I know I will be. <laughs> um, so Monday off work then? Uh, I think I'll just be a little bit drowsy. Yeah, a little, little bit drowsy Monday. Um, and then I remember, and I don't know whether it's a thing that he still does, but I remember seeing a few years ago when you did it at Jack's, uh, at his mum and dad's house, I think it was, you had a Super Bowl cake. Is there going to be a Super Bowl cake this year? And there's always some sort of um, bake-off style cake. Bake-off yeah. style who cake. Who bakes the cake? I don't know who bakes the cake. I, honestly, the cake it, I'm just... going to have to, for, for the listeners, I'm going to have to find the picture. Like, it is a work of art. Like It's beautiful. And then, do you ha- like, snacks-wise, Do, you, snacks wise, do you, what's your go-to Super Bowl snack? So, it's quite hard with the game starting at half yeah. 11 you can't really do the whole chicken wings and all that yeah. stuff we get we usually just get a pizza to nice. start and then like crisp they're, they're picky, Pick, bits. picky bits picky bits and then, what about you what's your yeah what's, well what what are your plans your for Sunday so Sunday will be Liv and I, I yep um, Liv's watched all NFL in the year nice, so nice. we're going to sit and watch Super Bowl together I mean I say sit she's going to probably be asleep yeah whilst I'm watching the Super Bowl um, I think we're probably going to have wings nice contrary to what Aaron thinks uh, wings at wings at midnight. Loaded nachos, big yeah. wings. Um, probably nap before the game. So whilst Aaron starts some piss, <laughs> obviously, and then halftime shows usually a nap as well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I usually forego the, the halftime show. Wow. Just probably like halftime show, half of the third quarter. Then I kind of wake back up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a plan, and then work from home Monday. Nice, good, solid. That. What about yours? Just sleeping. Well, I'll have it on. I'll pr- I think last year I watched the first 
two quarters. And so I got to half time and I was like, oh, You're arguably better off just sleeping the first two quarters. Yeah, because it, it gets it gets yeah. exciting at the end, doesn't it? Like it's a bit like watching the first half of the World Cup final then even. Yeah. Have you ever made it all the way through? <laughs> no, never made it all the way through. But maybe this year's the year, we'll see. If because there was, what was the game there was a game not that long ago. I want to say maybe not last year, but the year before, where it literally, like, fourth quarter, uh, one team... Was it maybe... Did the Seattle Seahawks win the other year? No, that's six years ago. Or maybe it was Philadelphia Eagles who were in it this year. And And didn't they... Against the Patriots. And didn't they come back and, like, win it something like 33-32 or something? When we're making that up. I think that was the year of the Philly special. Yes. That's what I've been thinking of. But I think the year before, Patriots had the Falcons. And, they were, and the Falcons were like 28-3. 28-3 up and they yeah. still somehow lost. Oh, really? That's mental. And it's killed the Falcons' dynasty forever. Okay. Yeah, they're never going to recover. <laughs> well, we'll get on to that in a moment. From there, we're going to just have a little chat because obviously the podcast is loosely beer-related. Is it? It is. Oh. It's loosely beer-related. We've got some blue moons on the go. Belgian whites. Um... And I'm going to just talk about beer at the Super Bowl. So obviously, as I mentioned, boys, we've got a Super Bowl. You're talking about what your plans are. It is an American sport. It's American football. Now, I've done a bit of research and it'd be interesting to hear if you get any of these right. So I've found out what the top 10 beers bought for the Super Bowl were last year at supermarkets in the States. Um... Now I'll give you a little, give you a little clue. We are drinking one of them. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Where Makes do you sense. think it comes in? I'm gonna go seven. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that high. I think it's, it's high. It's high. It's three. It's number so three. So Blue Moon is the third highest beer bought in Super Bowl week in the week up to Super Bowl. Uh, any other suggestions? Well, I think Instinct would be obviously Bud Budweiser. Yeah. Okay, so. Budweiser doesn't come in. Bud Light is in at nine. And, and an Aaron favourite, Bud Light Seltzer, oh. comes in at number four. Number four? Yeah. Modelo? It's going to be... Modelo is number one. So Modelo is the number one beer bought in the build-up to, to the Super Bowl. That's mad. It is like a goated version of Corona. Yeah. Well, Corona, Corona features twice. So you've got Corona Extra coming in... At number five, and Corona Light at number ten. Is Corona extra normal Corona? So no, normal Corona, and then their light version mm-hmm. coming in at number ten. We've got Coors Light at number two. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Miller Light is that in there? No, Miller Light's not. Uh, Michelob, which we were trying to work Michelob. out. Michelob, Michelob, Ultra. That comes in at number eight. Kona Big Wave. Have you ever had a Kona Big Wave? Science Brewery. Get it from M and S. Uh, so Kona Big Wave comes in at number seven. And then the last one, will this might shock you. It might not shock you, Chad. You are a big fan of America. Stella. Stella gets on the list. It's a really big beer at sports games. Yeah, it? Stella comes in. So Stella... You love to say it. ...is in at number six. Um, I don't know why. It's always weird because at sports games, Stella's like so much more expensive compared to every other beer <laughs> and it's also unfathomable that people pay more for Stella yeah I, so many other nice tasting beers so when I went to Chicago 
with James Elliott, we went to the Elephant and Castle to watch the Europa League final, the one that United won. In Did you know that's an English pub? Exactly. And that was the only sort of place we'd get pints of Stella. Um, yeah. So now, now that you've told me the top 10, I'm going to try and get every single one just to make yeah. sure. I'll, I'll send you the list yep. You can, and then you can say, right, well, we've got the top 10 of what Americans are drinking. Top 10 for a reason. Yeah. So we've talked about the beers. We've talked about what to expect from the guys having their nights watching the Super Bowl. But let's actually talk about the game itself. Like, as I've mentioned, I'm not a massive American football fan. I watch it, you know, on a Sunday when it's on before I go to bed. But there'll be listeners here, and as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, looking for that little bit of clout in the office this week. They might have a a colleague who's been going on about the NFL all all year and they're going, I'm going to really stick it to this person. I'm going to throw some facts at them. They're not going to see it coming. I'm going to blindside them. Little reference there. So, <laughs> very good. So, what are our thoughts on the game, boys? Well, for what is basically a final of a sporting event, there are quite a few storylines going into it. Um, so, this is going to be the first time in Super Bowl history where two brothers play against each other. Great, okay, great podcast as well, actually. Great podcast. What they they've got a podcast, they, they came out with a podcast this year, and now they're against each other in the Super Bowl. Wow. That's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving next year, isn't it? Mm. Um, so, who are the brothers? Uh, Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs and Jason Kelsey. From and will Eagles. will they be? Obviously, they won't be on the, they won't be on the field at the same time. Are they both defensive, both offensive? Okay. Jason Jason's centre for the Eagles, so he's yeah. the one that snaps the ball. Yep. Yeah. One of the best of all time, mm-hmm. for sure. And then Travis is tight end for the Chiefs, so offensive, also one of the best of all time. A very good family then. Great set of genes. Great. Yeah. Um, other storylines? Well, you've got the coach of the Chiefs, yeah. uh, Andy Reid. Used to be the coach of the Eagles for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Did he ever win the Super Bowl with the Eagles? I think he got to the Super Bowl. I don't think he won it. I don't think he won I it. I think I might get fact-checked there, but I don't think he won the Super so Bowl. So it could be a case that he go- he gets there with the Chiefs and goes one further. So, so he's yes. won one with the Chiefs already. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Was he on the staff? I don't know if he did. I don't think he's won one before with the Eagles, but could be a Google. Yeah, we might have to Google that. Well, if you're listening, Google it, and then you might be able. You might be, have unearthed some some fact. This isn't a facts podcast. <laughs> so, from a point of view, from your Chad is sat in front of us with his Kansas City quarter zip on, very on brand for Chad Crook. Um what what are other predictions? So I think for those that have got a basic understanding of NFL, Mahomes has currently got a high ankle sprain. So Mahomes is the quarterback for the Chiefs. Yeah. Possibly one of the greatest of all time. Oh, what's Definitely this? on projection 2B. Yeah. If Patrick Mahomes. Year, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes. Nice. The second. Um, <laughs> the second. Um, he's got a high ankle sprain. So it would depend on how he recovers on that. I think he played pretty well against the Bengals. But it'll be interesting to see where he gets to the Eagles defence possibly one of the best in the league and really good at quarterback pressures this year I think they've got the most sacks in the league great defence 
great. I mean, it hasn't been a fantasy this year. Sacks is where you take out, tackle the quarterback yeah, for those. Yeah, softened up that, a lot this year. So yeah. it's basically like you can tackle the quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and it classes as a Essentially, in regards to like hardcore NFL mm. fans, I think mean, they're unhappy with like how much the quarterback doesn't get hit anymore. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to depend on how the Eagles' defence plays and how the Chiefs' offensive line, so the defence of the offence, yeah. such, protects Mahomes. Um, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are pretty fit, pretty healthy. So I think offensively they're going to come out and attack. The defence has performed really well in the postseason. I think they're letting seven points both their last two games. So 14 points in the postseason. So it is a good game. Good um, stats. Big Chiefs fan. Also got a really big soft spot for the Eagles. Yeah. Having been to Philadelphia the year after they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's going to be 24-21 Chiefs. I think it's definitely going to be under. Um, but I shouldn't have said that on a podcast. <laughs> but I think it's going to be the under. I never bet the under. No one should ever bet the under. Never bet the under. But it's probably going to be under. I think the Chiefs just about scraped through on it. I mean, it's Andy Reid, Mahomes and Kelsey. Anything can happen. Um, but the Eagles have been a great team all year. And they probably probably deserve it. But I'd like to see the Chiefs win it. Aaron? Well, I know that the Chiefs have a few wide receivers and running backs out, but it's Mahomes and Kelsey together. Anything can happen there. I'd say even though Mahomes has the high ankle sprain, Mahomes with that bad leg is still probably top five in the league. It's Mahomes number one, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, number two, three, and then Mahomes on a bad leg. Wow, okay. Like, that's how good it is. So, from that point of view, you're talking, obviously, from a quarterback point of view, they they run the game. They yeah. they Will it be a passing game this weekend, uh, next week? Well, it is this, when the episode goes out, it'll be this weekend. Is it going to be a, a passing game? Is it going to be a running game? What what do you, how do you see it going? I think it has to be a combination of both. I think the Eagles are so good at stopping the run um, and just, defense just stopping plays then like Aaron said it's going to have to be some sort of Kelsey Mahomes masterclass to start putting points on the board Um, Eagles have pretty much got everything so I think it's going to be a mixture of run passing run play options and it's it's going to be really good. good game. From a from a neutral point of view, it's going to keep us on our toes. There's going to be it's just going to be a game of everything. Well, you've got like two teams that have been consistently number one all year playing against each yeah. other, and the Chiefs it, have got a bit of an unhealthier team, so it's not like they're going to be playing each other both completely no. fit. But in regards to having two teams that have been a powerhouse all year, you've got them playing against. There's each other. almost you'd almost say there's not an underdog. There's not an underdog story as such they're, they're the top two to side which is weird because when Philadelphia last won the Super Bowl and last were in the Super Bowl they were known all year as the underdogs to the point of when they got to the Super Bowl they were wearing dog masks <laughs> in the Super Bowl because <laughs> they were such big underdogs and they had Nick Folk who not Nick Folk Nick Folk's Nick the kicks for the Patriots Nick yeah. Foles big dick Nick um, <laughs> for them because Carson Wentz was injured and carried them through but yeah, I think yeah, there's no. I don't think it's a clear favourite. I think a lot of the, the analysts would probably take the Eagles. Yeah, but there's no clear favourite from my view. I don't think. Either way, then it's going to be going to be one to watch, and I hope everyone listening in, if they choose to watch the game, enjoys it. Uh, for those lucky enough to be in the ground in the stadium, I hope that they're uh, they've been saving up. One, the ticket price must have been ridiculous to get it, and I guess. 
it's one of those things, kind of like a World Cup final, like a, like a T20 finals day, in a way, where people buy the tickets regardless of who's in it. Mm-hmm. And then when your team get there, there's probably a little allocation that, that you try to get so that you are supporting that side. Um, I've done a little bit of research. Can't find the prices as such for this year, but the stadium prices for last year... Um, you were looking for seventeen dollars for just a standard beer, nineteen dollars for a craft beer, and physically, Ill. yeah. Um, spirits sort of around that sixteen dollars for a single, and it's just mad. I know it's stadium pro. I know it's a, a big event, but that is just mad. But people will buy it. Obviously, part of it is the, and we'll touch on it in a minute because Chad's got a good story about it. But tailgating comes into it as well. That'll be like I've looked. I did a bit of research about the the day on on a whole, and you've got the the NFL doing an official tailgate party. They've got a three day festival. Um, Bud Light sponsors the three day festival, so whether you'll be able to get Bud Light in the stadium, I don't know. Like you've got a Super Bowl final. It's like going to the work to the FA Cup final. Probably the World Cup final is closer. Go to the World Cup final and being there for three days. You've got Paramore, Imagine Dragons, like on show two days before a Super Bowl. You're there for the weekend. It's just, it really is such a spectacle. The Super Bowl isn't just the game; it's everything around yeah. it. It's it's the whole weekend, yeah. isn't it? It's not just that four hours on Sunday. It's it's everything that adds into it. Um, we've touched. When we weren't recording, we've both touched that you've both been to NFL games. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk beers. This is a beer podcast. So, Chad, you went to a Chicago Bears game with my dad. So, yeah. you know, what's the beer? What's the prices? Do you remember? So, the Bears game was a bit of a weird one because it was so cold. <laughs> I think with windshield, it was like minus 30. That's oh, disgusting. Grim. So, the idea of having a cold beer in your hand probably wasn't overly mm. impressive but I think it was about $15 a can yeah because um, that's the thing like whilst it's like $17, $19 for a beer it's a can of beer it's not like a, a draft board beer. no it's, it's not a like can a of pint beer. You... Um, I think when we went to the Eagles it was about $12 um, and then kind of other games have been around between like 9 and 20 yeah but yeah I reckon easily $15 a beer and you were sort of saying before we start recording so you went to watch college game I did uh, they start at 11am because it's a college game mm-hmm. but the so for again the listeners who aren't clued up as such on the Super Bowl uh, and on American football tailgating is a massive part of the day and that's where kind of like you know from a football point of view going to the pub before for a beer but they do it in the parking lots um, you know I know that Joe Davis who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago he went to a New York uh, Giants game recently um, in December, and you just for him he paid a fee because he didn't have a because uh, they were just sort of tourists paid a fee and it was all you can eat all you can drink, um, and it is it's just like a party in the copper and everyone is just so welcoming and yeah. I think because it's so expensive to drink in the ground it's almost like pre drinking before yeah. you go into a game, um, but with the college game like you said to us yeah so. We went to the college game, starts at 11. It was in Chicago. And um, me and my friend got there about, I think, nine, half nine, looking for a tailgate on the basis that we went to the Eagles on Monday night. 
cold December in Philadelphia, don't really want to be out barbecuing. Um, and we got there, had a few to drink. They didn't realise that as soon as the game starts at 11, that they don't sell alcohol anymore. So you're kind of getting ready to get charged up and then it kind of just like stops at 11 and you're kind of sitting there like semi-drunk, just kind of <laughs> sobering up slowly, realising it's not even midday yet. No. Um, which is a bit of a weird one because all games beforehand, you could just buy alcohol willy-nilly. Uh, but yeah, just got stopped at 11. And then, Aaron, have you done a London game before? I've done a few London games. London yeah. ga- and what's that like? Because that's something I want to get done at some point. It'd be nice to get it ticked off. Um, it's I, I suppose with the London game, like I mentioned about with the Super Bowl, where you buy your tickets regardless of who's playing, mm. you do see a lot of the fans in the stadium. They're, they're not where, you know, you might be going to see the Chargers versus... The Lions, they might not play against each other. Who knows? But but you you might go and see a game and then you'll be sat next to, you're wearing a Jacksonville Jaguars yep. shirt. You might have somebody in a Green Bay Packers shirt because people, they're American football fans in the UK. So they're just there to watch, to watch the, the game. Yeah, so um, I'm a Jags fan. Um, Were you Jags before or after Lawrence? I do love Trevor Lawrence. Is it because you got his hair? <laughs> He's got my hair. I'm older. Uh, no, um, he went to uh, Clemson, and that's my college team. And okay. nice. So when he got drafted to the Jags, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my guy. My, that's, that's my, my guy. Um, Didn't have the same feeling about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I may or may not have a Clemson jersey with Watson on the back that is no longer existing to me. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, George and Massage. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> we're getting low yep. um, yeah so at the London games um, the Jags technically are the home team yeah um, but it's anything but a home game for them there are you, you can it, it's rare if you see someone wearing the same shirt as the person next to them. yeah it's it's all round every it is, it's is, just a celebration yeah. of American football in the UK yeah. Fat football fans in the UK just coming together and going we're we're able to watch a game yeah. in our home country you see like Bobby Boucher Waterboy jerseys you yeah. see Mean Machine jerseys <laughs> you see yeah stuff like that people just going to be worn again to get an NFL yeah. yeah I think Liv and I are going to Germany this year because the Chiefs are in Germany yeah oh nice nice so I don't know where it is in Germany I think it's out of Frankfurt or Munich they're going to fly out because they haven't uh, just for the listeners who might not know the football result Spurs have just beaten Man City um, <laughs> that's on behind us but that's the thing. they haven't announced who's playing in the London games yet have they yeah they have oh they have they haven't announced the dates of the London no. games yet they've announced the home teams oh nice yeah. oh well maybe if you're listening to this you might go oh the boys have sold it to me so go and watch a London game is um, it Wembley and Spurs again, or is it uh, all yeah. Spurs? Uh, it's, it's both. It's um, both. The Jags will be at Wembley. Nice. So that's where I'll be going. Uh, do you think they will one day become the London Jaguars? Um, I don't think they will. I don't think it's possible for them to do that. No. They've explored the option of it before, yeah. and I think the amount of travelling it would take, you'd almost have to split the season in half that the London Jaguars would be at home. For seven, all of it, they yeah. live in London for seven weeks, play all their games, teams flying over, and then rather than playing one game in America, mm. one game in England. But what so for some of the listeners that aren't into NFL as much, 
during the season you have a bye week yeah so basically a week where you just don't play at all so that kind of starts I think week five onwards yeah um, so what they do now is anyone that's in London gets their bye week the week after London so they fly to London play the game have the week off no, afterwards for the travelling and what they've kind of said with if they had a London team is they wouldn't know how to put that into the season yeah so they would have to be like of the London Jaguars were in America the first seven weeks and then came across but then if teams were needed a bye week afterwards it might not fit in so I think that's why they've not looked at it in depth yet it really is just a logistical nightmare yeah yeah, I think it I, I think it works having just like a couple of games a season in London like yeah it from their growth I don't think maybe the NFL gets enough from having a, a team just locked in London especially with all the people that go to the London games yeah have their own team already yeah exactly I don't see many people you're not you're not getting a, a new do. fan base Plus yeah. it's easy to probably sell two games in London. Yeah. So oh, we're in London this year. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than oh, you're in London for seven weeks. Yeah. You you might you're probably not going to sell out seven weeks audience. worth. Yeah. Now, gents, thank you so much for coming on talking NFL. Hopefully, the listeners have got a bit of information that they can take into the office, into the group chats. Um, just going to really touch on the pub of the month this month is the Fauna Tap Room in Arundel. There's a reason for that. Uh, very happily. Very lucky to have a giveaway this month. Ooh. So Fauna have done me a gift pack. They've done me a gift pack and it's their three beers and a beanie hat. Now, it will be on the Instagram, which is Snakey's Tap Tour. Um, I'll link it off, off Twitter to show on to show on Twitter what the giveaway is on Instagram. But I want to really make sure that the podcast listeners know that they are very much appreciated so to show my appreciation if listeners dm me saying duran duran why duran duran well basically when i went to south africa we did a safari and we kept seeing the wild dogs and rather than wild boys duran duran i kept going wild dogs um so fauna's beer is wild dog ipa so Duran Duran if you message me Duran Duran you can get an extra um, I can't think what the word is but an extra entry entry thank you Chad into the uh, giveaway my head's gone here I've only had half a beer <laughs> um, <laughs> the beer of the month is the Blue Moon Belgian White because we're drinking it it's the third most bought beer it's lovely as Chad mentioned it's strange to be drinking it out of a can it's one of those, it's lovely in a pint glass, slice of orange. Go and grab it. It's actually on offer at Tesco's at the moment. Uh, get your pictures in, up the tap tour, um, and hashtag turn the tap on. If you've enjoyed the pod, tell your friends to hashtag turn the tap on. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, as I've just mentioned. The Instagram's at Snakey's Tap Tour. The Twitter is at Snakey's Tap Talk. Subscribe where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Really enjoying doing it. Last word from me. Thank you to the boys. Had an unbelievable time recording this. Uh, I hope it's a fantastic game. I hope you enjoy your nap halfway through, Chad. Thank you very well. Hope Rihanna is everything and more you expect, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, and enjoy Sunday nights. Hopefully Monday's not too tough. Cheers, Sam. Cheers, Amber.